Welcome to the Sounds of the World. We are your hosts, Hillary and Bill. Together, we're going to travel around the world to discover new music, discuss musical topics, and interview fascinating people. Our world is a buffet of music, and it is time to eat. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, today, we have an opportunity to talk to a musical group, uh, a little change from our usual individual style interviews. This group labels themselves as a jazz slash funk slash pop slash slash soul super sexy badass fusion band from Chicago. A Wolfpeck plus Snarky Puppy plus Lettuce plus the Fearless Flyers plus Roy Hargrove is equals this band. It's quite the eclectic combination. Uh, I heard of this group through one of its members, Mark. We had met at Louisiana State University while he was a student there and we talked about music. He later told me about this band and said I had to listen to them. Well, now we're interviewing them. Coming to us from Chicago area, please welcome Mark, Jimmy, Scott, Ryan, Tyler, and Anya, also known as the Delta Waves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome, everybody. Welcome. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us. It's great that you guys were able to come <laughs> in and do this. So, okay. Uh, first question, of course, like we all want to know is what's the history of this band? How did the band get started? uh jimmy this kind of you how did you and john get the idea to start something like this because i you guys put something on facebook and i just kind of chimed in yeah so it kind of started in another band called real social and um i think it was when john started playing like a bunch of wolfpack and i was like oh this is like super funky and then we started really funk music and because the other bands just like a lot of like rock indie rock not necessarily that style so we kind of like started a side project where we just like put together a bunch of riffs uh john would like send me some bass lines or something and i just kind of like piece things together um and then i had a bunch of songs out uh just started like trying to look for other musicians in chicago um to try and just like fill in the pieces mark were you the first one um yeah i think I? yeah i think so and then so yeah they you posted something on facebook on the uh, Chicago musicians want ads page or something like that and yeah, um, yeah I chimed in and then uh, we started the four of us with the drummer from Gorilla Social guy named Keem um, started jamming together and then um, me and Scotty have known each other for a super long time yeah so me and Scott have known each other for a long time it was at a Christmas Eve party that we were both at and Scotty was like, oh, I play keys. And I was like, we need a keyboard player. You, you doing anything on Tuesday? This is actually a pretty funny story. So, um, yeah, we were at this Christmas party. Mark and I have uh, known each other for a long time, um, but about, uh, not too well, I guess, just through, you know, probably uh, we were family, family, friends. You know, family, yeah. family friends. Um, Mark at this Christmas party is drunker than I have ever seen someone publicly be around parents that is <laughs> um no not, this is like hold on hold not on entirely I, true he, he was he was uh he was having a good time um yes but that is so exactly he, we're talking i resemble that remark um so so we're talking he finds out that i'm a keyboard player that i've been playing piano for a while and he's just like oh my god this is perfect because i and this is how he's talking because we, we you know I need a keyboard player I'm in this funk pit. Who are your influences? And I'm just like, um, Stevie Wonder. He goes, perfect. You're in. And I go, you're in. Uh, 
I told him, I was just like, I've never played in a band before. Like, I don't really, I don't know if I'm going to be able to just like come in and just do it. Um, and he's like, doesn't matter. We're practicing on Tuesday. You're showing up. You're going to have a great time. And if you don't, you don't have to come again. And, I, and I'm just like, all right, well, you're probably not going to remember this in the morning anyway. So who cares? Literally like 8.30 the next morning, I get a text with the address and the time for practice. He followed through, which I was not expecting, but showed up for practice. And, um, you know, I always say like, music sort of like, uh, it's like speaking almost. And you're like, you can have two people who are both fluent speakers of different languages, but you're not going to be able to have a conversation with each other if, uh, you know, if you don't speak the same language. And I think we showed up and I just so happened that all the guys there you know, spoke the same language as me and uh, ended up being a lot of fun. It just seemed, it was really easy. So that's, that was my introduction to the band. One, two, three. slurring my speech that much but i can corroborate most of that story <laughs> yeah and then um the, the i think ryan was after that um, yeah ryan was after that because keem couldn't keem, keem um, couldn't he didn't have enough time to play with the band so i put it put an ad on Carlos. yeah and that was like that was the moment i thought like and ryan responded came and tried it out and it was yeah this is and, too easy like well how's this band like <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah because it was like it was like two weeks where we were without a drummer and in chicago i feel like good drummers are actually pretty hard to come by and you know it was for that you know ryan came in sat down and jammed on one of our tunes and we were like cool great just this is we picked up right where we left off which was awesome and then ryan knew tyler who's another saxophonist um and the two of us just like instantly uh like connected yeah and then so how did we bring in Anya? Was that Anya? Was that is, after a gig at Cubby Bear? We just went out to karaoke. Um, so Anya was a, a friend of mine from an old uh, job. Uh, she came with a few friends to one of our shows at Cubby Bear uh, in Chicago, and we all went to a karaoke bar nearby after the show. Um, and yeah, was just like, yeah, just, I haven't seen you in a while. Let's catch up. Let's hang out. We're doing karaoke. Um, she is again also pretty drunk um it seems to be a common theme here but um <laughs> uh yeah so she's also pretty drunk and gets up there and i, I can't remember what's we're all it animals was. yeah it's probably like aretha franklin or something but kills it like absolutely kills it and is that like she's got a ton of energy and it is like a you know really fun personality so she's up on stage and she's just crushing it and as soon as she's done i was just like you have to you have to come and sing with our band. Like you have to, because right now I'm doing a lot of the songs and I had, I am not a singer. <laughs> like it was basically like me and Mark trading off um, doing our best. <laughs> and uh, she kind of like, if we had an actual singer, we could both folk like Mark plays saxophone. He can't sing and play saxophone at the same time. I've never seen anyone do that. I don't think it's possible. Yeah. And um, so I like, she's really <laughs> nervous. I kind of felt like she just like, 
like no one had ever told her that she was good i don't know if that's true but it kind of felt that way and um yeah i convinced her to come sort of the same way that mark convinced me to come and uh she is every single time that she plays with us or sings with us i feel like she gets more and more comfortable and and, and is like you know getting better better and better as our lead singer yeah she's a she's a dynamite talent i like she's she is to me like like no you, you're gonna want to know who she is because it's gonna be like two years from now she's only going to be anya like she's gonna be like mm-hmm. a, a like a single name like a madonna-esque i mean she's so freaking good it's 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 a, it's absurd and again like the other thing too is like there's seven people in a band and we all like have a we all like all of our personalities like gel really well together which i feel like at least in my experience like you get more than five people in a room playing music together and there's always like one personality that sort of sticks out or like doesn't 100 percent gel but it's it, it, this has not been the this has not been the case at all it's been just from day one we've all been like just having a great time that's awesome Yep. Yeah, pretty long-winded answer, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. For alcohol, man. Like otherwise, I don't know if we'd be sitting talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, with with what seven members or so, it's going to take a while for that story to be told. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're still growing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Oh my god! Two years will be like twenty people. Yeah, we're work with Chuck. Then you'll really be the size of snarky puppy. Yeah, oh, yeah no kidding. I can only hope. So, I, so that was quite like the combination of influences with, you know, snarky puppy and Wolfpack and Roy Hargrove. Uh, how do you? Is this? Do you guys all write your own music, or is there a combination of covers and originals? Or yeah, we do. We do a com- combo of covers and originals. Uh, I think, I mean, multiple people have written songs for the group, you know, someone who comes in with an idea, um, you know, Scotty and Mark come in with something or whatever. And, you know, like, like I said, in the beginning, I was sending Jimmy bass lines and stuff like that. So I uh, just kind of do that. And then, yeah, as a group choose covers that, you know, we think are fun and that, uh, you know, that are going to be fun and, you know, just focus on what we do well and stuff. Yeah. Our, our writing process has been really, like really organic i know that sounds cliche but it really is like one of us comes with the it comes in with a jam or a groove or a bass line and then we just sort of construct a, a song around it and uh yeah it's i don't think we're writing necessarily anything like you know because we have something to say i don't think many of our songs have a hugely deep meaning to them but um but yeah, no, it really is and and i feel like every time we it's you know i don't feel like either, any of our songs have a particular like everybody's doing the exact same thing every single time. Hell, we had a show the other day and I, I, Jimmy, if you're doing some of these grooves every time, maybe I wasn't hearing them, but like, yeah. I feel like every rehearsal I turn around to somebody, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. tight as shit. Have you always been doing that? I think most yeah. of our songs, I feel like most of our songs actually came together like without any speaking to each other. Like someone yeah. just starts playing something and then, you know, Ryan will just start like start playing along because he's you know that's just what he does and then like we all just sort of fold into that mix and then we'll literally play we'll just like jam for like 10 minutes until like someone like starts waving their arms and be like hey this is kind of cool do you want to like turn it into something um but like mo- like, I like credit for ryan too because he's like i feel like for in terms of like a jam like most of us could go on on a single jam for like 30 35 minutes 
And Ryan's yeah, like, yeah. I'm done drumming at like seven minutes. So he's yeah, really yeah. good at like, kind of so much. To an end, and then we can like, like talk about what we had just done. But yeah, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, we sort of like goof around on some on some chord progression for like ten minutes or so, and then we're like, I think we have something here. And then yeah, usually me and Tyler come up with some sort of horn riff or horn background not too long after. Um and a lot of the horn riffs that we come up with is one, you know, one or both of us are basically just soloing at the same time. And then if one hears something that we like, or we kind of come up to an, come into an idea together, that's usually how we come up with most of the horn backgrounds. Yeah. It's cool to see you and Tyler go back and forth, like soloing, and then like you listen to each other, and then like all of a sudden you guys yeah, are playing the like thing. Yeah, you know, like it's two up. separate things that just like slowly yeah. fold together into one like harmony line, which is, yeah, it's really, it, it's cool. It's I hope that happens here. with us physically. Like, I hope we just meld into one human being. <laughs> <laughs> we can play two saxophones. A delta wave. <laughs> oh, yeah, single delta wave. I hope when Tyler hears that, he's, like, not weirded out by the I should probably call him and be like, hey, I said something on the podcast, brother. Are you going to be okay? <laughs> going to be okay with this? How many listeners does this thing have? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, we've been heard in nine different countries. And, wow. Uh, so almost like 160 downloads so far in a month. Nice. Okay. Right. That's awesome. Keep chugging on. I know Mark has a musical background. Does everyone have a musical background? No, I just sat down at a piano one day and it was just, it, no, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I just thought of what? Child prodigy. No. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I grew up taking lessons. I didn't go to school for it or anything. I didn't really study it, which is actually, it's been really um, educational playing with these guys because they know like so much more about theory than I do. Um, like anytime I'll, I'll like, sometimes I'll call Mark with a, like, hey, I have an idea. And I'd be like, oh, I really love how like you use the relative minor, uh, or like I don't know. Some he'll spit out some, a bunch of musical jargon, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it sounded good. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, just just I grew up, you know, playing music, but um, personally, I never had any like education in it. My parents met singing in a choir, so uh, they they're both still sing, uh, still singing choir together and stuff like that um so kind of just been a musical family and so i grew up you know piano lessons uh you know guitar and stuff like that and bass uh and then just picked that up um and i've been playing in bands since like eighth grade i was in a band you know we did our school talent show and stuff and then uh in high school was in one and then kind of took a break in college was doing some other stuff and uh um you know and then after that came back and uh you know jimmy has asked me to join this other group um and so kind of since then i've been playing again so yeah it's kind of been you know something i've always enjoyed and doing so again musical family so it's it's awesome to to be able to get out and you know playing shows and stuff is super fun especially in the city i mean yeah. it's a lot better than the eighth grade talent show so yeah. <laughs> you've come along drunk when he talked to yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah that sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm kind of like similar as John, I'm a very musical family um, that I grew up in. Uh, my brother plays, my sister plays piano. I actually took my first lesson from my mom for guitar. So that's kind of what got me into it. Um, I took like a handful of lessons after that. Um, and then pretty much it's been like a lot of self-taught or just like trying to pick things up from ear and uh, just kind of like studying on my own, watching a lot of YouTube videos. Um, but yeah, so probably been playing since I was like, 
13. Um, and then starting getting back into like learning actual like theory and stuff just to like improve all around past mm -hmm. like a couple of years. So just trying to improve and you know, have fun. Nice. And so Jimmy, your, your vocal and guitar or what's uh, everyone's instrument? I think like pretty much like everyone sings in the okay. band. Uh, Anya's the main singer. Yeah. So it kind of just depends what song really. Anya, Anya came in after we had already like written some original songs. So there's a few, like I sing one, like one of the first ones that we wrote, um, I sing and like we thought about like giving it to her, but it sort of wasn't really written like I think with her in mind. Lyrically, <laughs> there would even be like, some... even like, <laughs> yeah, it's like just like having a, a female <laughs> singer. <laughs> it's just like one of the, I think one of the lines is like, let's ride my rocket, babe. Ride my rocket, babe, will land among the stars. And I think admittedly in Anya's credit, she would have no problem singing that. She would, oh, like, she would do it, yeah. Just, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. I so she's taking, a, she's taking over all, like, all the covers that we do. I think she sounds way better on. Um, but oh, I yeah. think a few of the original songs, like, we just know them way better, so we're just more comfortable. So if she, I think, if she ever wants to take over, I will let her happily. But <laughs> um, no, for now, yeah. So like, we all have uh, ones that we just like. It's just the one that we sing, so we keep singing it. And we have a lot of tunes where everybody will sing backup vocals too. You know, like we do a cover of "Twist and Shout" like every other band does. Um, and then uh, one of our one of our original tunes. Um, we added some background vocals in there that I think sound really, really cool. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to hear those recorded when we get to that point. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so speaking of background vocals. Kind of like get a recording out. We're, we're trying to self-produce uh, a single at the moment. So hopefully we're able to get that out, you know, relatively soon. But we, we you know, we want it to be as good as possible before we release it. So, you know, we're going to tinker with it. But speaking of background vocals, uh, we had a show the other the other day. And we did twist and shout, and I, and Anya, I think, maybe missed the lyric here and there, and so because yeah. like it, all we're doing is listening for the last line that she sings. So it was like, shake it up, baby, shake it up, baby, twist and shout, twist and shout, and then I, I think she missed the line, and we just came in, we we're like, uh, the, the, the. <laughs> yeah, just like. <laughs> <laughs> like twist and shout can't remember the words can't remember the words <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's, yeah. and i don't think i've seen john laugh that hard in a while <laughs> low stakes environment yeah for sure we're not yeah it was it was fun it was funny yeah fun <laughs> all right even i just want to point out to our listeners like you can still like I am just I'm enjoying that like some of you have musical backgrounds some of you don't I think one of the really cool things about music is like like and I my sister and I have this kind of dichotomy where she can't read music she's like one of my favorite singers in the entire world and like I studied music like all throughout college and I'd argue that she's just as good as a musician as I am even like I can nerd out and do all the theory and it legit doesn't matter because she can like hear a song once, pick it up and like just rail on it. And I'm like, man, how do you do that? <laughs> so I just think it's cool. You guys have this like really cool, like mixed match of these musical backgrounds and you're all able to speak the same language and it seems to really gel um, in your work. And even if you're missing a lyric, like y'all got each other's back. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just I, think I, it's a really cool mixing pot of everything. Yeah, I feel like music is like, 
food in in a way where it's like at the end of the day like if something tastes good like it tastes good like it doesn't matter if it's made yeah. with the night the best you know like the the finest fanciest ingredients and, like <laughs> we all McDonald's. what that's why i love mcdonald's yeah exactly <laughs> the oh, mcdouble the McDouble. can we curse on this podcast how clean do you want it yeah. to be oh yeah yeah go ahead oh, okay the McDouble fucking slaps, okay? Yeah, I know it's probably made with, like, horse meat or whatever, but, like, it fucking slaps, dude. Yeah. McDouble, triple cheeseburger. Oh, so oh the triple cheeseburger is so good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but, like, We're I'm, not a big, I'm, just it. <laughs> I'm a big believer in that as well. Like, the idea that, like, it, at the end of the day, it just, it has to sound good, you know? And it's so like, in that sense, like music is, is like a, a lot of times like a meritocracy, like the, the best idea is always the one, you know, you should try to go with and like, if it sounds good or not, and it, whether there's a, whether you have the theoretical backing, you know, rationale behind it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. Like if it sounds good, it sounds good. Yeah. Cause I feel like you can always find a way to, over theorize it to make be like oh you know it actually sounds good because you're breaking this rule and blah 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 like yeah even as people analyze like some of the great works they're like okay they didn't follow the rules here and this is why it sounds good and so well as you, yeah, as I, you I can tell this is a group of people that's not big on rules so <laughs> <laughs> love it we gave it away <laughs> now you guys did have a was it like your first big show yesterday or in a while um well just because when everything shut down like every single music venue in chicago they like couldn't put on shows so we had like just sort of we had just started to hit our groove i think yeah um, yeah right when everything shut down like we were yeah, we had a lot of shows lined up i'm pretty sure for yeah, some we had a pretty um, consistent um and we were 100 percent going to win this battle of the bands thing that was going on <laughs> yeah um yeah the house of blues in chicago was doing a competition um that we won the first round of uh, or we placed the first round. We moved on to the finals, and then everything shut down. Um, so, unfortunately, like we didn't have a place to play for a while. We weren't even playing together. We weren't even practicing just because everyone was so scared. Um, and then uh, we started practicing. We got you know just just to like be able to play together. And then I was pretty desperate to perform again because I, I I fell in love with it with this band. He needs um, the attention. Yeah, I, just, I desperately need. Um, I just need. I just need to be loved. Um, we all do. Yeah, but, uh, I, I was coming. I was trying to come up with more like ideas of how we could do it. Maybe we could play in a public park um, uh, in the city somewhere. And I, I looked into it. I talked to a lot of the, um, like the you know, you know the parks departments around the city, and like basically every single one of them shut me down. They're like, it either has to be sponsored by the city or. Um, can't happen because uh they're residential areas and you can't like no amplified sound so uh, i started looking at the suburbs and then kind of came up with the idea of like you know what? my parents live in the suburbs they got a nice backyard what if like is it possible that we could just put on our own show and i asked the guys i asked like like logistically do we have enough equipment do we have the speakers like do we end this work um and immediately everyone was just like fuck yes let's do this let's make it happen um so we put on our own little backyard concert and uh that was yesterday and god it felt good 
Yeah, we I like, like, play a yeah. live show. Everyone. Yeah, it, was, it just felt so good. Um, yeah, I, like people sat in like little groups of six, so everyone was socially distanced around the yard. Um, we, you know, masks were worn if like you were moving around, but once you were sitting sitting in your circle, you're fine. Um, yeah, and we just you know played all of our stuff because you know who knows the next time that we will uh, do it again, especially now that it's getting cold. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was a very very it was a very fun event. I'm really happy that it worked out. Yeah, it worked out surprisingly well considering like we've we've never done like our own individual live show where we'd be setting up all the equipment and everything like that. And the fact that we were able to like even just like get everything all lined up for the most part. And like admittedly, we didn't really figure out like a PA system for ourselves. So I feel super like our drummer and 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 John were basically like flying blind the whole time. They couldn't, <laughs> yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't hear playing. themselves or they couldn't hear what was going on. Yeah. But um yeah, after a few tunes, like when we kind of dialed everything in, it was, we were, it was like, you know, it was like we hadn't, uh, hadn't stopped gigging. So it was really, it was really, it was a really enjoyable night. It was a really enjoyable afternoon for sure. Yeah. I'm, uh, like very impressed by like how, like actually the sound like actually traveled pretty well, especially yeah. from like the videos that I heard playing back. Mm-hmm. So it's so windy too. So I was kind of worried about that, but like everything went way better than I thought it would. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. it worked out. I was afraid that the neighbors were going to complain, but I think everyone was just kind of happy to hear. Yeah, your next door neighbor like came over to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time he walked over, I thought, "Oh fuck, this is it. We're done." Yeah. I was I wasn't worried about him. I was worried about the ones through the woods because we had issues with them in the past. It was a bit of a like I was kind of rolling the dice because I knew most of the neighbors would have been cool, but if even like one of them calls in a complaint, we were like we had no defense. We're like, "Yeah, sorry, you caught us. We're putting on." A <laughs> Um, play. <laughs> yeah, and there was one in particular that we had some issues with in the past, and um, so I was just kind of just like cross my fingers and hope to God that we were gonna uh, that we weren't gonna have an issue, and luckily we didn't. That's awesome. Yeah, I I think with everything being closed down, even the most because there's a na- uh, neighbor around us who has a drum set and a little band and. You know, we had heard them play a little bit. I'd never heard any vocals, just a lot of, you know, smacking the drums and horrible guitar riffs. And mm-hmm. um, but it sounds like our early rehearsals would be. <laughs> <laughs> but it had been a long time with all of the lockdowns and stuff, and uh, and then I started hearing them again, and I would think that a few neighbors would probably be like, "Oh, okay, we're kind of getting back to normal now." John, who was it that walked in on our rehearsal one day? And that was like when we realized we had to go to an actual split uh, place. Uh, that was my <laughs> landlord. landlord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we no. used to practice in my basement and uh, the landlord walks down and it's like, yeah, this is, you guys sound good, but uh, it's the last time you're, you're doing this rehearsal. Yeah. He was, like, uh, he was on the third floor and you could hear it from the first floor basement. Yeah, and didn't like your other neighbor have a baby or something? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he comes down and he like yells at us and then he goes, well, now introduce me to your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he seems a light. Yeah. He was super yeah. funny. I remember that. Our OG fan. Yeah. The number one Delta Wave fan. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Delta Wave fan, I want to give a, give a quick shout out to um, Scott's sister is the one who designed our logo. Oh, cool. And... Um, has like done a lot of uh, sort of logistical yeah, stuff for us over the over the, the couple of years we've been together. So shout out to Katie. Yeah, shout out to Katie. Sweet, sweet logo design. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's no, got family in general. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my my whole family is pretty excited um, about the band in general because it's the first one I've ever been in. I mean, all these guys have played in a bunch of bands or have been playing and been gigging for a while, but like they're, they're they haven't gotten out of that phase of just like, oh my god, we have to go see him play every time. <laughs> oh, you don't have to come to every they, show. They have- they're the only yes, ones with Delta Waves t-shirts. Yeah, they made, oh my yeah. god. Time they showed Which up. I'm like, very jealous of. I want a Delta Waves t-shirt. None of us have Delta Waves t-shirts. My parents are the only two that oh. own like any merchandise of ours. They <laughs> want a shirt. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love it. You need Your a mom, they, like Every time they come to a show, people will ask them, like, where'd you get that? Can we get one? They're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> the, you missed out. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's in the background. That's my boy. <laughs> so when did you guys um, start putting all this together? I might have missed the the starting date. Like when did this all kind of start gelling together? Like uh, us as a group or the the game? Yeah, together? yeah. When did when did you guys kind of start? Um, I think it's almost been two years, right? Yeah, Anya is the last one to join, and she joined in like I want to say like. December or January? It was like winter-ish of the past year. Yeah, yeah. yesterday was her third show with us, I think. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, se- uh, se- oh, yeah, third. Yeah. Yeah, her first show was that first round Battle of the Bands thing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, come join our band. We're doing a competition. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't nail it. Yeah, no pressure. It's fine. Yeah. Um, we do a cover of uh, Valerie in like the kind of the Amy Winehouse style, yeah. And um, she tore the roof off the place. It was spectacular on her first gig, and she annihilated it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that is awesome. So yeah, so in the current iteration, we've been it's been about a year with everybody, everybody. But it's been about I would say two years. Yeah, this year doesn't count though. Yeah, we we didn't we didn't yeah. <laughs> <For> one year. <laughs> <laughs> Like 2020 is gonna be stricken from a lot of records. Like, no, nothing notable happened this year. Yeah, like <laughs> everyone's just like, I'm not 27 yet this year. <laughs> this year doesn't yeah. count. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. Every week feels like a year, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my relationship with time has become like so nebulous. Like every t- every time I tell a story, I was like, oh yeah, it happened a week ago. Like, and it doesn't matter <laughs> if it happened in March or if it happened like yesterday. <laughs> Like everything was just a week ago between like March and now. Now there's like this, it's now, now COVID. And then there's before COVID. And like, remember when it was the before time? And I'm like, oh, yeah. only March. <laughs> the long, long ago. It was 12 years ago and the long, long ago. <laughs> <'Cause that was laughs> we, we list off a few of the bands that kind of congelled your sounds into what you are currently. But who are your like personal favorite bands? Yeah, I feel like everyone has like a little bit different mm-hmm. taste, but like we all have like a at the same time like a similar kind of like genres like that we like is like a core. Like since I'm guitar, I like just naturally like a lot of guitar music. So like I grew up listening to a lot of like the classic rock stuff like Hendrix, um, and like Led Zeppelin and like Beatles, and then I got into like John Mayer and stuff. And now I kind of like honestly just like a little bit of everything. A lot of like really good guitarists in the UK and stuff. Um, so that's that's pretty much been like what I grew up listening to. 
Uh, for me, I guess, uh, like I'd say the Beatles are probably like my favorite band, but uh, yeah, kind of into everything. I mean, listen to a little jazz, you know, rock, uh, all rock, metal, stuff like that. So um, yeah, kind of like everything. And, um, you know, so that's what's kind of nice though, too, is, you know, you can have different influences and um, it's nice, especially with what we do, just kind of blend different stuff. I mean, you know, and just as bass, you know, as playing bass, like just take some Paul McCartney type stuff or whatever, and he's in a song or James Jamerson or whatever, you know, classic stuff like that that I like, or some jazzy stuff. I've been, you know, just on my own playing some Jocko tunes, stuff like that. Um, you know, so and, and Coltrane, stuff like that, transcribing Coltrane solos to bass, like um, just been kind of, during quarantine, it's been, you know, it's been good to do that kind of stuff. And obviously when we were practicing for a while, um, but yeah, so for me, at least, you know, having, having those different influences and all that kind of stuff, uh, is awesome. I've yet to put some metal stuff in, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll do <laughs> another band. A metal yeah. band. Yeah, we just, more, we just, more bands. Yeah, we can do oh, a band yeah. for every genre. Every genre. the other bands, so, you know. We were, like, our cover of Stevie Wonder Superstition, we could probably go metal on. There yeah. you go. I'm down. It was a little hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, musically for me, I mean, like, obviously I'm I'm more, like, zoned in on particular saxophonists. Um, but, I mean, even as, like, a kid, I remember getting really into Chicago and a lot of, like, the horn-driven rock bands. Um, I think in a personal style, like, I really am a big fan of Lenny Pickett who, uh, he's the guy, I mean, he, among a million other credits, he was in Tower of Power. Um, and I think most people probably know him as the guy who's the saxophonist for the SNL band, Saturday Night Live band. Um, and so his sound and his like approach to like, especially the high register, I really probably poorly emulate, but, um, <laughs> but yeah. And then, um, yeah, but it, it really is all over the place. I mean, one of, one of my all-time favorite bands is Motley Crue. I don't know if I don't know if anybody have I ever told you oh, guys that. Oh hell yeah, Mark! I didn't know that. Oh, I love Motley Crue, man. <laughs> Kickstart like, my heart. Yes, dude. Kickstart my heart and same old situation. Um, Dr. You can Field be in Ridge. our metal band. Yes, I will be the first metal saxophone player. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I think recently, like because I've tried to get better at writing lyrics because, you know, I'm, now I'm actually writing lyrics for songs that are being performed as opposed to songs that just like exist in my notes app on my phone. <laughs> um, I've been listening to like a lot more singer songwriters. And so like um, guys like John Prine and, and um, Amy Winehouse and uh, Annie DeFranco and, and more of those kind of poets, but also a lot of guys like even like Kendrick Lamar I listen to. Um, and how like dense and word heavy his um, his flow is like I'm just trying to like understand like what how like just different approaches to writing lyrics and stuff like that and seeing if I can pick up or outright copy any of the stuff that they've done. <laughs> yeah, best way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I 
never answered. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scotty? I was just like, oh, no, you're building an extension, man. I was like, oh, no. Scotty's no. got something good. I'm just, my eyes are glazed over. I'm just, I'm barely hanging in here. <laughs> so, um, no, I kind of, I grew up with, um, I grew up with like a really standard music taste. I kind of, and I think I realized that at one point and was just like, I need to branch out of here. Um, and uh, I always look for like, I don't know, things a little bit more unique, not necessarily like uh, offbeat, but um, I don't know, some, I, I always kind of prided myself on like music that no one's heard of. And then I joined this band and- Such a hipster. <laughs> like, I don't know. They, I joined this band and then they um, introduced me to Wolfpack because I never heard of him before. And now that has basically like infected my entire music taste and personality and life. Um, <laughs> literally just like everything is Wolfpack related. Everything is Wolfpack or Wolfpack related. Um, <laughs> like all like the all the musicians that they collaborate with, I was just like, oh, okay, there's another avenue. Let's listen to them. And uh, <laughs> so it's like- That is on a huge Dave Cos hit right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Dave Cos, Chris, uh, Chris Diley, uh, Lawrence is actually my current favorite band, um, out of New York. Um, yeah, no, I'm just, it's all, right now for me, it's just a lot of funk music, like light funk. It's just, uh, I don't know, I can listen to that for literally an entire day. Yeah, so Tyler, I just, like, Wolfpack. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Wolfpack is the... Is John, the... I think John showed them to me, and that's when, like, we started, like, just getting, like, super funky and, like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I had heard of them just from, like, I mean, Joe Dart and, like, on bass stuff, just, like, this dude's crazy, you know? And then I started listening to them and all their, I mean, all their stuff, just, you know, everyone's great on, the, on their stuff and yeah. super fun and, yeah, it's awesome, so... And they're, I mean, yeah, and again, like kind of the way that you know, they don't take themselves too seriously, I feel like, a lot of their lyrics and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, we have a song called Sexy Lasers. So, you know, obviously we've taken, uh, done a little bit of that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Wolfpack is probably the underlying, like, thematic inspiration for, for most of us. Um, but I'll give a shout out to Tyler, who's, the, who's uh, my saxophone uh partner in the band and he's he's like encyclopedic it's really he knows a lot of music um we were driving to rehearsal one time and i put on van halen's uh uh you really got me going and he like knew it not only like did, i mean like everybody kind of knows that song but he knew like that particular version of it like so well it was wild like he was hitting like all the like particular like oohs and ahs and stuff like that at the same time. <laughs> so he's like an encyclopedic knowledge he knows a lot of really a lot of really cool music there's a lot about like jazz too. He's been showing yeah. jazz songs. Yeah. And then I feel like Ryan's influences, and I, I don't I don't want to speak for him, but his his drumming style is like very sort of rock based, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so I, I I would I'm bummed he's not here. I actually really wanted to hear the answer to this question from him. Yeah. <laughs> Darn it, Ryan. The hell. <laughs> okay, oh, he's a great he's he's an awesome drummer. I mean, it's like he really is, I think, like, the, the like, in terms of just, like, structure and stuff like that, like, he's he's got a great ear for it. And I think if he, if he wasn't a part of this band, we would just have one tune that would just, like, jam forever. Jam infinitely. 
yeah. Like stopping songs is like a, actually a problem for us. Yeah. <laughs> really? Like literally like 30 minutes, like, yo, we need to play something else because we're running out of time for rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, um, we, were, we were talking about that. I, I brought this up at another rehearsal a while ago, but like what, I, what happens every single time is that we'll play something for like 10 minutes and then we'll like, we'll like build and build and build and build. And then like someone will be like, it'll just naturally come back. And to, to the point where we should end the song, like we should stop, we should talk about it, do something else. But one person refuses to quit. And, one <laughs> playing. and then it's very slowly. And it's, it's not the same person every single time. It's just like someone is just feeling it and refuses to stop. And then very slowly wins over the rest of the band until we're yeah, all like, oh, okay, we'll keep, we'll keep playing. <laughs> Like it's, it happens every single time. And it's hilarious that it's not always the same person. <laughs> I think that's another, another one of the reasons I really like this group in particular is that like, like everybody's also like a really talented, like soloer and soloist. So like, it's really nice that we can kind of like pass the ball around um, between pretty much everybody in the band. Um, and it's really like, that's, it's really fun because I feel like it keeps us fresh, essentially. Like, I, even when we play tunes that we've been playing for years now, we're, for better or worse, we don't really know how they're going to end up every time. Yeah, I feel like most of our songs, everyone at some point is just improv and making stuff up on the fly. Yeah. Most songs, I don't play the same thing every time. Yeah. Or very different things. It's just fun because it, it keeps everything fresh and you never get, it never feels stale. It always feels like something, someone's bringing a new idea. Yeah, um, I think that's what makes our live show aspect like so much more entertaining. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so a much of it is just like improv. It's, it's more fun for us, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. There, I, there's a small chance that um, maybe we're a bit looser uh, because of that. And, you know, there are a lot of bands who, who I think focus on, you know, you know what you said like just a rigid structure to every song making sure everything's tight but uh yeah it's just it's just more fun yeah so just going like verse chorus verse chorus chorus verse it's just like verse chorus verse solo 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 question mark solo but yeah. you go back to a verse and then chorus more solos like yeah. <laughs> At, at a certain of point, one of us will look at Ryan and we'll be like, I, I think we're done. Like, yeah. we were supposed to end the song? Like, <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> reminds me of, like, you know, when you hear a recording and you, like, I don't know, that recording becomes, like, sacred to you and you know, like, every little piece of it. And then you hear that song live and you're like, I feel betrayed because, like, yeah. you didn't solo the same way. Like, you didn't do the, the chorus went differently, but... <laughs> I think there's like, like you said, there's definitely something exciting about keeping that fresh and every live show like has those little hidden gems that are just like, man, that moment was magical. I don't know if we'll ever hear it again, but so, that's really cool to hear that you guys do that. Yeah. Even other, yeah. And like a, a perfect example is like the other, the rehearsal we had before the show, Scott comes in and changes like the bridge to one of our songs and we're like, great, awesome. And we just rolled with it. You know what I mean? So like, 
it's we all like we all like the songs we come up with, but none of us are so like religiously attached to any part. Which of is them. the hard part hard part about recording it because we keep changing yeah, the song. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, that's yeah, we haven't like we have no real structure. We just be like, all right, what is what is this song actually? You no get rain in this animal. You guys plan on doing a tour once everything is all back some you know better than normal we'll put it that way instead of back to normal i would love to do like a like a midwest tour for sure just yeah, I think throw everything weird. in a couple of cars and, and do shows and you know like i mean i know people in iowa so like we could do illinois iowa i know some people in minnesota um so i'm sure we could do i would love to do something like that i think that i mean that's I think that's probably the next like big thing for us in terms of just moving forward with what we want to do that and getting some stuff recorded. Yeah. Yeah. I think getting stuff recorded and um, putting out an EP or an album, I think is t-shirts. t-shirts yeah. 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 Mostly just t-shirts, merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the merchandise out there. Like, Why do I have this shirt? <laughs> and then we'll give them the music. <laughs> and then there's like, there's no recordings out there. So it's like, shit, I guess I have to go see them live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I have to know what the shirt means. <laughs> can, that be, can that be like the marketing? We just like, we never actually record anything and it's like a gorilla based off t-shirts alone. <laughs> like people just get t-shirts mailed at their door and like a ticket to the show. And they're like, well, I guess I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wear a Delta Wave shirt around Houston. Right, I'll rock you guys in Montana. There's not much people out here, but <laughs> once we get some printed, we'll definitely send you guys some. Yes. Come on, Scott, get your mom to print some. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, that's that. Yeah, we could just do it. We make them. Yeah. <laughs> we had the designs. Yeah, I would love to do a tour. I think this. I think this group doing a tour would be a blast. Like, like regardless of just playing shows one way or the other, but like actually just like getting to like carve out two weeks and go on a road trip with this group of people I like that sounds like the most fun thing yeah uh, so yeah that would be awesome then we can open for Voltec and uh <laughs> yes. and yeah yeah hell yeah hell yes there you go we'll tag and hashtag Wolfpack on this and <laughs> yeah give this to Jack Strad you know there we yeah. go
Um, and then you guys are now, did you say you already have something recorded or you're working on recording something? We're working, working on it. Yeah. Okay. And we have most of the parts, I think, uh, mm -hmm. other than yeah. you know, drums and just kind of clean it up and stuff, right, Jimmy? Yeah, it shouldn't be uh, too long, actually. I think we just got to figure out drums and um, just finish mixing. Oh, mixing. It's so fun. <laughs> it is fun. Right. It's a, like, puzzle. My friend has a friend and I helped him on their first album and I was like, yeah. I had no After idea. After you hear the song like a million times. <laughs> You're just going to hate all our music after we're done yeah. producing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a blast. We were like playing it on all these different speakers. You're like, well, shit, the bass sounded great on this, but that's because you have a really great sub. Now it's something yeah. like on my laptop. And <laughs> yeah, playing it in the car or like on headphones. Car studio is the best. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a fun That's a fun process. It's, it's definitely like going to test patience, but yeah. I think once you start getting the hang of it, you'll be like, all right, I know how to get the drums mic'd and I know where to put this and I know where to level all this out. And... Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being on uh, our little on Sounds of the World podcast and talking to us about your band, Delta Waves. I don't know why my voice is cracking now, but... I was going to tee off. <laughs> you want to try again? Yeah. <clears throat> there we go. All of a sudden, you're like, thank you so much for doing it. <laughs> it was a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> no, thank you guys so much for um, sitting down and talking with us today. Um, I really enjoyed getting to hear everyone's musical background and just you guys are you kind of inspired me to, to dig up my bass out of the basement and play it again. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Yeah, thanks guys. It's awesome. Thanks, thanks for right. having us. Yeah, this is this is a lot of fun. Yeah, so make sure everyone you check out the Delta Waves. Thanks for listening to the Sounds of the World podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. There are links to everything in the episode description and also on our website. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Sounds of the World. To show support for Sounds of the World podcast, please join our Patreon, where you can have access to our after-party discussions with guests, discounted merchandise, and even more. If you have any questions, answers, or episode suggestions, please email us at Sounds of the world podcast at gmail.com. Well, Bill, I think I'm going to go have a beer now. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>